Welcome to Helpful Social Work. Social work has the power to change people's lives for the better. This podcast aims to help you learn, think and act with integrity. So people who need social work get help that will transform their lives. I'm Jo. And I'm Jerry. And this is our final podcast for Series 4. This series, we've been looking at the social work journey through the life course. And um, we've also been looking at um, a big issue each month. So this is our B podcast for March um, and it's the review of the year. So thank you to everyone who's listened to series four and shared it and helped spread the word about the podcast. And you can get in touch with us and tell us what you think by visiting our website www.helpfulsocialwork.com or by commenting on iTunes or Spotify or on our Facebook page Helpful Social Work Podcast. Yes, and we do want to hear from you, so uh, please, you know, feel free to get in contact with us. And um, today, this is our big podcast, like Jerry said, but it's a special one. Um, it was due to be our review of 2019-20, April to March, which is our podcast year. However, we actually can't ignore the fact that we're in the middle of a global emergency, the COVID-19 pandemic. This is a situation of great uncertainty and challenge, and... Um, we think we need to talk about it. You know, we have thoughts about this and we really want to talk about COVID-19, but we're also aware that we are not experts um, and we particularly don't want to add to the noise out there unnecessarily or inaccurately. But like you, this is our reality right now. It's, um, it's what we're thinking about. So we're going to say some things that we think will be helpful. And then after that, we're also going to talk a little about the year that's happened and the year that lies ahead we want to remain hopeful and recognise that this is a time that will pass. And I'd like to think that we'll build some good things out of this time. Adversity is often when humans do their best work. Uh, in our company, we're working hard to stay socially connected, not only to each other, but to everyone we know. In the meantime, to anyone out there who's listening, who is ill already or who has people they love affected by the coronavirus, we send you our best wishes. Um, so, Jerry, I think this will be a difficult podcast, but um, I really hope that it's going to be valuable to people. Yeah, in times of uncertainty, I find it really helpful to kind of revert to principles. Um, and in this case, in the principles for how we respond to what's happening globally. Um, that helps me kind of sort through my feelings and figure out what I might do because when you're not sure, when things are uncertain, um, makes you anxious. And there isn't necessarily a clear path, but working from a, you know, from principles helps you to kind of have an approach. And it's a way of building that self-efficacy, that feeling that you have some control. Mm. And so the principles that I've been thinking about for now are you know, follow the evidence, uh, prioritise protecting people at risk, collaborate with others to find the best way I can of helping mm. and keep connecting keep insure, keep reassuring um, keep in touch with the people that you care about yeah I think this is um that's just when I read that Jerry I just loved it and I thought that's so good to think about a set of principles that you are going to live your life by that give you some anchors and some, you know, some holding space. Um, and for me, one of the ones that stands out is following the evidence. I really think it's critical that we 
think carefully about where we're getting our information from and who's offering it to us and how we understand it. So in terms of the pandemic, this is actually changing frequently. Um, you know, the advice is changing to keep up with it. So we really need to use reputable advice. So uh, our first go-to is um, gov.uk for those in the UK because it has public health advice there and it'll be the same in other countries. Go to your government sources, look at what your regulator is saying um, so Social Work England for us uh, and for Jerry regulators in other parts of the United yeah, there's, Kingdom. There's three different regulators. Um, there's a regulator in Scotland, Northern Ireland and Wales as well as in England. Yeah. Yeah. So so um, we need to look at what they're saying. We also need to look at what our professional body is saying. That's BASWA in this case. Um, also, um, SAI is putting out some really good briefing information. Um, and we need to check the source of all the information we get on social media. Social media, I think, is going to really um, be a strong and helpful thing for us over this, but only if we use it carefully and if we remember that misinformation can be spread as easily as information. In, in terms of social work, we do have evidence of what helps and what gives us hope that we can bring to any situations and the first thing is importance of relationship. We've just had World Social Work Day. We've all been talking about human relationships. There's a lot of um, good resources out there at the moment, actually, on that. We need to start where the person is and what they need. Do strength-based work always. So we need to be looking at what's working and how we can keep that going. I think we also need to keep an eye out for mental wellness, mental ill health, and also an increase in domestic violence as the pressure on families increases. Lastly, I think it'll become um, increasingly important for us to know everything we can about applying for rent relief, sole trader, small business support, our local um, corona response centres and how to help people access them. I think we need to try and know about when shops are opening for specific client groups, what our local schools are doing. In other words, as social workers, when we're talking to people we need to have the most accurate, up-to-date local information possible to be helpful about the practical things. And we should be looking to our own centres, so our own local authorities, to be giving us briefings um, and resources around that. Yeah, so there are there are things that are strengths in social work, um, values and capabilities that we have that we can bring to this as we do um, every, you know, in every other situation. And there's also particular things that we know from the evidence help us as practitioners as well, as social workers, and that's both professionally and personally. Yeah, so some of the things that we can do is stay connected as a group. We can um, use our cr critical reflection skills. We can use peer support. We can look after our own emotional and physical well-being. Um, and for me, this is this has been really interesting, uh, thinking about how to stay connected and relational at a distance. It's something that the social work profession is really going to have to ponder alongside everyone else. It's really hard, actually, to see people that you love or that you care about or you respect and not hug them or shake hands with them or make some kind of um, minimise that physical distance. And so now we have to kind of try and maximise it rather than, you know, for the same reason. Um, my team's working hard to master the technology and stay connected via apps that let us see each other's face as we talk and think and work 
And to be honest with you, we've had mixed success um, because we're not always great at all those technical things. And good remote working can be helped by mics, headset cameras, time to dig them out if we have them. But just lastly, Jerry, and then I'll be quiet, a lot of our families, they just won't have those things. And we need to think about how to stay connected with them and how they can stay connected with each other. Yeah, I have a, um, a friend who I do music with and you know, as the weather improves, if we are able to um, to go to her garden, we can. She plays the saxophone. She's got a keyboard. We can be loud enough that we can do that. Fab. Um, and her neighbours can then hear as well. Yeah. Always supposing we play well enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so some of the things that um, that we know from from colleagues and from um, talking to social workers that that people are worried about, you know, see their own health, people close to them. Um, people that they work with that's the children the families the adults the older people that they support um how they'll be able to keep offering <clears throat> essential support workload um and the pressure of need that that uh, may emerge issues about which duties do you prioritize and there are also some real concerns around um people's financial positions especially if jobs are precarious or if you're a student and because things are changing so quickly and, and advice and guidance is coming out, um, I'm not going to talk about specific mm. specific information, but um, just to reiterate, you talk to your colleagues, ask, ask your employer, talk to your professional body. Um, and in, in the UK, I know obviously being the chair of BASWA, that the professional bodies is raising issues with government regulators, employers. And so that those conversations are happening and we are seeing lots of new information emerging so so keep 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 up to date yes i think i think that that's a real key isn't it we we have to every day be as as best informed as we possibly can be and some other tricky things there is um you know childcare and um family things at home because people people also have a life outside their work that might involve vulnerable adults um or vulnerable children or all sorts of things so yeah there's lots to be thinking about we can't try and predict what may come and exactly what the guidance will say, but here are some ideas that might be helpful. Setting up a virtual support group. Now, this is something that um, Strengthening Practice is doing, actually, Jerry. We're going to be setting up a, um, a nighttime hangout for social workers once a week that we moderate, um, and people will be able to jump on there and talk with other social workers about things that are worrying them, um, things that they might need support with, and that'll be in the evening for people. So that's just one of the things that we've thought about. Um, use the reflective cycle. I think that's exactly right now we need to work hard thoughtfully and that's that's going to be, you know, we really need to, as Jerry said in the beginning, we need to have a set of principles. We need to anchor ourselves and the reflective cycle really helps with that. Building resilience skills. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I've been practicing the um, nose breathing thing. You know how you do uh, four in, seven out. So breathe in with your nose four, to the count of four and then breathe out for seven. I've actually found that's helped seriously. <laughs> and sharing good practice again as much as you can through your professional body um, as Jerry says Baswa has set up um, really good communication links for us to be able to give feedback about all sorts of things your survey is staying open isn't it Jerry yeah. Uh, yeah yeah for the future let's use it let's um 
talk with each other about all the things that are worrying us um, so that we can actually get a good body of knowledge and, and a good way to respond to this. Yeah, and there are really hopeful examples um, of, of people doing things. So um, setting up those support groups and creative ways of coming together. Uh, mm. So um, there's there's um, example of that with Sofa Singers, which is um, using Zoom as a platform to set up virtual choirs where people can sing together from their own home. Um, mm. There are people going out and identifying those who need support, uh, putting cards through neighbours' door, uh, making sure they've got a number to call. That's happened for my parents, who are you know, 200 miles away from me. They've had mm. a card through their door. If they need anything, if they need anything dropping off, um, a number to call. There's a lot of lobbying and work being done to identify uh, how to support essential workers, including social mm. workers, and how to identify those people who will particularly struggle. Um, whether that's people who receive benefits, children who currently get free school meals, um, workers who are on precarious contracts, people who are renting. So there's there's some real hopeful recognition of struggle mm. and efforts to try to 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 plan for that. Yes, I, I think that, um, uh, you know, you've also talked about creative ways of coming together. So for singers, I really do like that idea. Um, and, and I just I, I just um, hope for sunnier weather so we can sit out in our gardens and talk through the fence, you know, like. Um, so for me, keep looking for what's hopeful. Um, We've had World Social Work Day. It was all about the importance of human relationships. And there's been some really lovely work done by all sorts of people for that day. And um, I don't know if any of you have caught Phil Rigotti, who is um, one of my colleagues, and he's done a lovely little set of videos about the principles of relational working. And you can catch them in all sorts of social media places. I just think if we make access to that um, and keep really focusing on the fact that we will get through this by being socially connected, even as we're physically distanced. Yeah. And as I looked over the last year in preparation for this podcast, a few few seemingly quite long weeks ago, um, mm. again, there were hopeful things in the year. And that's yeah. what I want to talk about um, from the Great. year that's just gone. So we started last March again with World Social Work Day, which was about human relationships. And one of the things that was really positive to me was that Ireland, Republic of Ireland and Basman Northern Ireland had a joint event across the border. Mm. Um, and uh, we've had various um, capability statements and guidance and support for social workers that's come out in the United Kingdom. Um, a couple of... Um, interesting things, um, Baswa's anti-poverty practice guide and human rights guides, and also um, really timely um, this March, there is the digital capabilities for social workers that's coming out. And there's been lots of um, strong lobbying and pressure for funding for social care. Uh, there's been the global climate strikes. Um, yeah. Those have been a real sign of hope over the last year. Um, we had quite a lot of um, political stuff going on in the United Kingdom. We had a general election. And the thing I want to highlight from that is that social workers campaigned and supported people to use their vote. Um, in January this year, the Northern Ireland government was restored after three years. That was a really ho hopeful sign. And 
another thing that was really important was um, the Homeless World Cup took place in Cardiff last summer and that there were um, homeless teams, teams of people who um, experienced homelessness coming from across the across the world. Um, and that was a real sign of, of hope as well. I mean, we also had, um, you know, the year of Brexit, lots of issues around immigration, climate yeah. troubles, um, but there were there were strong positive things to balance that. And I just wanted to mention um, two important social workers actually who, who died recently. Terry Bamford, who was a really committed radical social worker and was in Baswa from the beginning, um, played a huge part in the professional body in, in the United Kingdom. And also a wonderful social worker called Joyce Rimmer, who was actually working um, with us on our 50th anniversary project. Um, has had a long, long career and has left this beautiful archive of decades of social work material to Baswa for the profession to help us understand our history. Yes, these are um, really wonderful contributions, aren't they, Jerry? And I think I think that's the thing is that we need to be really aware of of what what has been happening in the last year because for I think for a lot of people it's been a tricky year. Um, and, but as you say, in in all of those difficulties, there's been lots of people working to actually understand those issues and to do something about them. And I'm um, particularly looking forward to the digital social work standards which are coming out, which I think, as you say, are, are really timely. So shall we finish by thinking about our hopes for the year ahead, 2020, 2021? Um, I hope that we will be kind that we will see the humanity in everyone and that we will respond generously within our circumstances. I hope the weather will be warm enough, not too hot, not too rainy, so people can get outdoors and breathe the air wherever possible. I hope that scientists will be supported and work hard globally to develop the vaccine that is required and that it will be available across the world, including developing nations. This is a pandemic that will hit the dis disadvantaged disproportionately in all ways. And I would like to see us thinking nationally about the redistribution of wealth so that we all share what we have instead of husbanding and hoarding. And lastly, I um, hope my son learns from this that humans are a just, courageous and compassionate global species whose ingenuity knows no bounds under great pressure. Yes, and for me, whilst we are, I think, needing to take things day by day together, uh, and that's really my mantra at the moment, day by day together, um, I hope that we'll also be looking ahead um, and keeping a sense of future possibility. And one of the things that helps me with that is that this summer it will be Baswa's 50th anniversary. And, and so the recognition of that, the recognition of um, time that has, has passed and time that will come, I think will, will help um, to, keep, to keep, keep me anchored and hopeful. Yes, and I guess that's our message to everyone, isn't it? I like that, you know, together each day, or was it together day by day? Is yeah. that what you say? Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, and we, Jerry, are going to be starting a new series of helpful social work. And our plan was and is 
to look in our A podcast at what makes a good social worker. And we're going to start with the overall ingredients and then look at each domain of the professional capabilities framework in England. Um, so should we run through a little bit about what that will look like? Yeah, what the domains are, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So first of all, we're going to be thinking about professionalism, and that's to identify and behave as a professional social worker committed to professional development. Then we're going to talk about values and ethics, applying social work ethical principles and values to guide professional practices, diversity and equality, recognise diversity and apply anti-discriminatory and anti-oppressive principles in practice. It's a bit of a tongue teaser, that one, I've got to say. <laughs> rights, justice and economic well-being, advance human rights and promote social justice and an eco economic well-being. I really – can we do that one first, Jerry? No, anyway. <laughs> we, can, we can do them in whatever order seems, seems best, actually. That might be a good one to start yeah. with, yeah. I just feel it – just, just then as we were talking about I thought, oh, that just really resonates with me right now. Um, knowledge, develop and apply relevant knowledge from social work practice and research, social science, laws, other professions, relevant fields – and from the experience of people who use services, critical reflection and analysis, that's where we're going to apply um, critical reflection and analysis to inform and provide a rationale for professional decision making. Skills and interventions, using judgment, knowledge, authority to intervene with individuals and families, communities to promote independence, provide support, prevent harm. And context and organisations, which is about us um, operating effectively and contributing to the development of organisations and services. And last but not least, professional leadership. That's a, that's a really rich menu, isn't it, Jerry? Yeah, it's the, the, the yeah. nine domains and it's, it's nice for us because it means that we can home in on all kinds of aspects of that um, and be thinking about um, about you know what's what's currently really important, but also where have these ideas come from and where where might they go? Yeah, and that that will tie in nicely then with Baz was fifty years, won't it? Mm. And that kind of looking back, looking forward, um, because of course, as Jerry said, what we want to do here is think about our profession as a continually developing profession, um, and of course, this time will will the more developments will come out of this as well. Yeah, and for the second podcast in the month, um, we did have a a rough plan to be looking at the development of big ideas in social work. Um, what we've talked about instead is, mm. because we're not sure what we're going to be doing, um, we might be back in practice uh, working, um, things might be you know happening, um, that we'll commit absolutely to a podcast each month, uh, yep. which will be the A podcast. And we're going to try and do a B podcast on whatever seems most helpful, given what's happening. Yeah, I, th I think that sounds really sensible. Um, so reflective questions. Uh, just two. What keeps me hopeful? And what keeps me able to be helpful? And I think they're just wonderful anchoring questions for us in these times. Thanks, Joe. And um, yeah, lots of love to everyone out there. Yeah, absolutely. It's lovely to talk to you, Jerry, and it's great to be holding all of our listeners in mind. Um, as Jerry says, lots of loves. We really, we wish you all the best every day.